Sunday. And you know what time it is. It's time for 10 Drink Minimum. I'm your host, Chris Burnett. Let me just share the show real quick. Uh, happy first day of Hanukkah to all my Jewish brethren out there. Um, with me tonight so far is Holly Ann. Hello. Oh, man. Oh, no. Is it what's up? Is it not coming through? No, it's coming through. It's fine. Oh, okay. It was a me problem. All right. Um, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I had a crazy week. Yeah. So just kind of a weird Thanksgiving. Oh, it was Thanksgiving, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, my dad is in the hospital. Oh, he's been there tough. since Tuesday. So, uh, but he's getting better. He should be home soon. I hate to hear that. Yeah. So it was just kind of weird because my dad is pretty much my favorite person to spend holidays with. So, yeah. You know, my dad. He's no, fun. he's a good guy. Yeah. I like yeah. your dad a lot. I mean, he's a cool cat. Yeah. Um, Smiley is not here yet. Uh, yeah. Late as usual. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I'm going to let him have it when he gets there. I'm going to kind of be like, do you like walking in like whenever people are already doing the show? Maybe he likes making a uh, fashionably late entrance. I don't. I don't like that. I'm I, just I mean, not that person. I don't fucking get it. It gives me stress. I don't think it's funny. No. I don't think it's awesome. I don't think it's like Burkenio. It's like fucking. Yeah. You know. Oh man, we're always late. It's just how we are. I. I don't like it. Yeah. Not a fan of it. I don't give a shit about that, and it drives me fucking crazy. But yeah. That's just me. Here, let's put a picture on. There he is. No, nope, not <laughs> there here. He is. Uh, not here. Yeah, being late gives me yeah. like major anxiety. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was raised by the my same. grandfather yeah. who was military. So like if you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, I went to Catholic school where they guilt you um, if you're even two minutes late. Right. So it gives me anxiety. Although I have had to learn to go with the flow a little bit more yeah. but i always let people know when i'm gonna be late but i'll tell you having yeah. a baby makes me late a lot that, you know that's a good excuse for one but as long as you don't let me tell you this i don't have a problem with that being your excuse yeah but when you use it and it's not true oh yeah then i have a fucking problem with it that's irritating yeah um and, and i feel like people do that shit all the time oh yeah for sure to like, get out of shit once you have kids it's like really easy to use the kids yeah. Yes. But you know what? If you use it all the time, mm-hmm. you're bullshitting. You're bullshitting. Or yeah. and you're you fucking to, it up. Or you need to work on your time management because you're gonna raise asshole kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Um I'm with you. I'm with you. But yeah, I I don't know. I hate so Jason hates being late. Yeah. Like a lot. So do I. And um, I'm with you, man. I'm fucking a hundred percent with it. Yeah. Like even with the kids, he kind of loses his shit. Like if we're running yeah. late. Well, wrangling people is like, I'm always that guy. Yeah. I'm always that guy that's like, we got to go. What What do you, what do I need help? What, what do you need help with for me to help you so we can get the fuck out of here? Yeah. You know? Um, and if people are like, no, no, I don't need anything. And it's like, well, then let's go. Oh, I've got to get this done. I'm like, yeah. let, let, then let's get it fucking done. You know, right. I'm all about like setting a time. Like, whenever we left uh, El Magordo Saturday morning, my dad's like, you're leaving? I said, yeah, I told you we were leaving. You know, it's a three-hour drive. You know, you leave at nine. You, you say you're going to leave at nine. And, you know, you got to wrangle people. And, and then you're leaving at, like, 9.15. Yeah. And then by the time, you know, you, you're out in the car, it's 9.30. And then, you know, you got to stop because, you know, 
Somebody needs the beef jerky that they found randomly at the grocery store. So you leave at 10 and then, you know, you're not back by until one o'clock in the afternoon right. on Saturday and half the day's gone. Right. Well, well, well. There he is. Walking in late. Per usual. How, how do you feel right now walking in late? Um, Hold on. Let me. There we go. Um, I, I, I feel pretty, pretty cool. Like the cool kid that shows up late. You son of a bitch. I just said how I fucking, <laughs> that is some bullshit way. You should never do that. What, what's the problem here, man? What happened? Um, I just, I just lost track of time. I thought I had more. What in the fuck? Well, this, this I do this thing to myself, um, where I, I change all of the, uh, the clocks in my house. So I kind of have to do math to figure out what the real time is. Why don't you use your phone? Oh, I changed it on that too. I don't, that makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Well, you have to incorporate math into your day-to-day life. Otherwise, no. uh, yeah. You just listen to the clock. I'm, I'm calling bullshit on this one. No. Sorry, Smiley. All right. What time does your all your phones say? Mine will say something different. Mine says 5.07. Yep, Mine says 5.18. Okay, that's not even that much of a difference, though. And that's crazy. That's nuts. You you need you need to like confront this with yourself. You need yourself. Jesus in your life. <laughs> also, let's talk about something. <laughs> so we went home for Al- I went to Almogordo for, for Thanksgiving, and James went, because he does. He goes to, to my family's. Brody got a new boyfriend over the, the, the break weekend. <laughs> My dog Brody does not like people at all. My dog Brody fell in love with James. Oh my God. Over the thing. Look at her. See, look at her. <laughs> she loves him now. I know. I, I made a new best friend. She would get up in the morning, go to his door so I could open it so she could jump up in the bed and wake him up with licks to the Aww. face. Maybe the key with Brody is spending time with her not in her territory. I don't know. She might she, be very territorial. She didn't bark at me at all. Did you yeah, see me? I, I came in. Not, she, not a little, nope, nothing. Not at all. She's excited. She loves you now for some reason. I don't know. I told her a <laughs> bunch of bad shit about you. I was like, I'm pretty sure he's a criminal. But oh. she's over here loving you. She doesn't love me anymore. I'm a, I'm a, she's like, fuck you. Like she wants you to hold her right now. Right? I don't, you would know better than me. Yeah, she does. That's so funny. So, I have to tell you guys a story. Okay. About so like, you know, before the pandemic, there were some real crisper net things that would happen in my life. You know, people would say only only with you. Only yeah. with you. So then the pandemic hit and it and it hadn't happened since. Mm-hmm. And then Tuesday night it got all crisper net again. Mayor happened? of downtown. What so happened? my boss was in town. She, you know, when I say my Boston town, people are like, what do you mean your Boston town? My boss actually lives in another city. I don't actually like, you know, I, I, I deal with people in all different parts of the United States. And she's from here, but she lives in another city. So she flew in or she came, she drove in. And first of all, I want to say thank you to Rosa for fully stocking the Tendrick Minimum Bar. So nice. We actually have two more bottles of Malort. <gasps> really? So we are about three bottles of Malort heavy right now. We are Malort rich. <laughs> we are Malort rich in the world. So anyway, she's like, let's go, you know, she's like, Tuesday night, she's like, let's go out and like have some beers. We'll eat some food and we'll then we'll go to Founders. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. So we go to Sister Bar and we have tacos and we meet up with our friends and we have some beers. And she's like, okay, let's go down to Founders. She's like, I can't stay up too late because I got to, you know, go be with my family tomorrow. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, you can always crash my place if you need to. And she's just like, well, that'll be, you know, if just something crazy happens. I'm like, okay. okay. 
So we go to found like we're walking to we're walking down and we get to close to the L Ray. And there's a bunch of like older people hanging outside of the L Ray. And this guy goes, Oh, we got some late stragglers. He's all, you guys better hurry on up and get up into this show. And I look at the marquee and it says the midnight. And I'm like, well, we're, we're not going to the show. And he goes, oh, well, all right, then just keep on trucking. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And we walk over to the fucking L right. And he goes, oh, I know where you're going now. And I'm like, well, that was really folksy. I don't know what the hell is happening. Here. <laughs> what is the midnight? You know? So we get down into the bar and I asked the bartender, Josh, I'm like, what, what is this band upstairs? The midnight. And he goes, Oh, I don't know. I think it's EDM. And I'm like, Oh, all right. All right. But that still seems a little weird. Like, yeah. you know, and so then the owner comes down buck and he comes down there and like, you know, he starts talking to me and he goes, um, Hey man, uh, you know, how do you feel about being on the radio tomorrow? <laughs> And I was like, what do you mean the radio tomorrow? He's like, I'm hosting, I'm filling in on KKOB 96.3 from one to from one to three. And I'm like, well, what? And then I'm like, I have to work. And, you know, my boss is sitting there and she's like, you know what? You can leave at noon and go be on the radio if you need to. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool. So then I'm like, okay, what is this band that's upstairs? And he goes, oh, man, this is uh, my old co-host Dex's favorite band the midnight and he's mm -hmm. like have you never heard them and i'm like no and he's like okay imagine it he's like did you ever watch the movie the lost boys mm -hmm. and i'm mm -hmm. like yeah he's like it seems like they could have been on the soundtrack of the lost boys and my boss goes i'm all about that and she's like is there a hot saxophone player in it because like the lost boys yeah and he goes well i don't know about hot but yeah there's sex <laughs> and she's like what and he goes it, they're like they're young guys, but they're an '80s synth pop band. And she's like, "Why what? have I never heard of right? this?" So then he goes, "You guys want to go up and watch the band?" And I'm like, uh, "I'm cool with it." And she's like, "Can we?" And I was like, "Yeah, we can." And he's the fucking owner. And so then we we cash out and we walk up the stairs and we go through the back entrance through the LRA uh -huh. and we walk up and Buck's like, these guys are with me. And he goes, put it, put a bracelet on them. They're 21. And he does. And then we walk in and uh, he goes, all right, cool, man. See you guys later. And he just walks out and we look on stage and there's like these 20 year old guys. And like, there's like two, 20, three, uh, four 20 year old guys. And then like a, a 20 year old like woman, I mean, in their twenties, not yeah. 20. Year old. And they are playing fucking music. That seems like it would be the kids from stranger things listening to. Oh my and God. there's like, dark purple and light purple like fluorescent lights like going back and forth and like she's and my boss is like well this is cool but i don't hear a saxophone he lied and right then the dude fucking fires him with a saxophone she's like oh my god i can't see him i can't see him and we end up buying a vinyl and we she ended up buying a shirt we got a hat and she goes only with you dude only with you but i just come downtown and we just end up at some random concert of this amazing band they were fucking amazing i need to look them up because yeah. that sounds yeah. really cool and Smiley and I listened to it on the way down. Yeah, it was, it was, to, I, was, it was I was impressed. Good, I was yeah. all, damn it. Yeah. I need I need to be yeah. more on key, like on on on, on purpose here. I know, yeah. like these new bands that I don't know about. Yeah. <laughs> it was super good. And she I'm, was just like, only with you, man. <laughs> and we came back and listened to the vinyl. Fucking fantastic. I have one of the records. Wow. 
Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, that's just some random shit. And that's my that's that's kind of back to the norm for me. Nice. You know? And then like we listened to the other band on the way down there too. Uh, TV Girl. Is TV coming. Girl. I was like, how do we not know about this? Apparently mm. they formed in 2010. I'm yeah. like, and they're coming into town. So 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 good though. So fun. That's awesome. Should we get into the nastiness that we that has happened today? Um, other than uh, you not uh, noticing my new jacket. Oh, I do what like did you, your new where, jacket. Where did you get the new jacket? It was an early uh, Christmas present for my brother. I got oh, it today. Wow. is it real leather? I got it in the mail. Nah, I don't think so. It didn't feel like it, but it's still pretty dope. I like it. It looks nice. I mean, there's a lot of people in the chat that are saying it's trash, but that's okay. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Come say it to my face. Trash you'll, monkey. You'll, uh, you'll be eating your words. You'll be all, oh right, my God, right. that is a great jacket. So Smiley and I go down to Alamogordo, right? Yeah. We're down there for Thanksgiving. And my dad's like, can you guys go to the store and buy biscuits for me? And I'm like, okay. So we drive across and they have the most amazing Lowe's supermarket there. Mm. It has a brewery in it. Like a, a tap room. It has a tap room in it. Wow. My parents kept saying brewery. And I thought it's they were like, carpeted. What grocery store have you been into that has carpets? Oh, the so, Lowe's here. Silver. Really? Yeah, silver. Oh, did not know that was a thing. I was all, Oh, it's much nicer than Lowe's here. Huge. Oh. Huge. It like kind of looked like a, a Lowe's Whole Foods, you know? Hmm. Like it had a tap room in it. Really nice. Anyway, we go to leave, leave the Lowe's. And I, I always feel like, like maybe not Smiley, but me. I feel like I look like a normal person. This, these fucking people, we walk out, they mad dog us the entire fucking way. Oh, yeah. I like thought the, I like thought... we were just like freak, freaky, deaky, weirdo people. I was fig- I was trying to figure out if that guy was flipping us off or just casually yeah, had his just, finger that yeah, way. This dude in the truck looked like he was like flipping us off. Oh, no. And like he was just like staring at us like he wanted to kill us. Yeah, like straight up kill us, like you know, like mm, like I actually changed my path to the car. I was like, I'm just gonna go over here instead yeah, for no good reason, just because that dude's staring at us. I was like, okay, do we look different than people? Like, what is different about us that you know? Yeah, I don't know. We both had red lenses, slide, uh, sunglasses, right. and uh, matching matching face masks. I don't know. Maybe so. <laughs> I don't know. But Maybe you just thought we were in a band. Does that happen to you when you go to like rural parts of New Mexico? Yeah. Really? Uh, when I lived in a rural part of New Mexico, people looked at me like that. Yeah. They were people who, who knew me and how, they hated me. How do they know? <laughs> you know, it's like, what the fuck? I, I think it's just like, uh, how do I put this without sounding like an asshole? I think like in those areas, like people know the people they grew up with. They know, oh, gotcha. like, and then on top of that, like they all kind of look the same. They all have that like rural fat. Yeah. And they, <laughs> they all dress do. the same. I'm not saying all... I'm skinny, but I don't have that weird Midwestern like fat. Yeah. Um, uh, well, and they all shop at the same place. Like uh, they all true. dress the same. And so then like, you know, you I like to wear weird stuff. Like, for example, I'm wearing snakeskin leggings today. Oh, I didn't even see those. They have flowers on them. And... Oh, and cute shoes. Oh, thanks. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so yes, that happened. That was kind of odd, you know, uh, when we were driving down, so in Kerezozo, there's like two gas stations, there's an Allsup's and then there's like a Valero. Yeah. So we pull in and on Thanksgiving day, the Valero was closed. Like they had a padlock on the door. Wow. So then like a hard close. Yeah. Like like we're fucking closed. Not, not just kind of like, you know, so we roll over to the Allsup's, which, you know, Last time I was at that all it was filthy, but I guess they'd redone it. But we walk in and like I take the dog out. The dog takes a piss. 
and Smiley and I both have to go to the bathroom. So we roll in. Women's restroom open, men's restroom closed. Also a hard close on that too, like taped off, like big, like it makes uh, you wonder what's in, the in there. But it's know? like, how are men supposed to pee? I mean, everybody's like, just go out back. And I'm like, we couldn't. It's like a paved area with other like stuff behind it. Not not other a tree or anything. No that... tree. I took the dog to pee. So Smiley and I had to hold it for like 45 more miles, like just to and like I got to that place. Like we pull into some gas station. I peed for like 10 minutes, I swear to God. <laughs> we didn't we didn't buy shit. We just went in and peed. Well, you know, sometimes. And, and then here's the weird thing. And Smiley can substantiate this. So between Socorro and Kerizozo, there's like a 65-mile barren stretch, right? Mm-hmm. We saw more cars pulled over, broke down. With like the hood, like some of them, they would just like leave the car. Like, why would you leave your car with your hood up? Like, pop the hood and then just take off. Uh, no maybe people they, around. No maybe people. They around. had to go get something. I don't know. Right, but like you still put your hood down. You don't yeah. like let somebody come and strip it. So then the weirdest thing happened. So we're driving down. The, we're flying down the road, and I see, I can see, a state trooper truck. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ooh, I better slow down. Cause it's got, it's got like, it's got one. Yeah. It's got one of the lights on. Yeah. You know, not, not like the full rig, not just the one. full rig, but one of the lights on. Right. Mm-hmm. So the state trooper truck is driving about five miles an hour down the other side of the, the, the highway. And there's a man, an old man walking along the shoulder, waving a small American flag. What? I know. Yeah. I know. We couldn't figure that either. Like, we're like, what in the <laughs> ever living shit is this? Could never figure it out, right? Guys, in a one man parade yeah, with a police <laughs> escort. With a police escort. Now, now, let me ask you guys this. What in the white privilege in the fuck is that? All right. <laughs> so, this dude is like, I'm going to walk down the shoulder waving a flag for whatever symbolic reason, right? Mm-hmm. So, this is the day of th- this is Thanksgiving Day on a holiday, no less. So then, this state trooper's got to drive along next to him. So he's taking up state trooper resources. So our tax dollars mm-hmm. are being diverted so that this guy can our gas the gas money, the, the the trooper's salary. So he can drive along this guy who's decided to symbolically walk down the fucking shoulder, waving a small tiny flag. Now, if a person of color was like, "Hey, I'd like to do that," they'd be like, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah. Like, what? That is some white privilege shit, right? It totally is. Because, like, what? Why? Why do you need to symbolically walk down the shoulder waving a small, tiny American flag? What is the purpose? Why does a state trooper who's keeping you safe, apparently? So people are like, well, they're keeping the guy safe. Okay. Well, if the guy wasn't doing it, then they wouldn't have to keep him safe. Right. So why, why does he get to do that? Who knows? I don't know. He was having a good old time, man. He's like, big grin on his face. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but have you guys thought that maybe he was like an old guy with dementia or something? Maybe. And they, the state trooper, just kind of, you guys just kind of drove by while the state trooper was kind of like, I should probably make sure this guy's okay. Well, that's a very so we don't think that because we saw the car that he was walking to and it had like some sort of banner, vote for or something Something, on the side. Okay, uh, there was a banner on the side of it. Well, I was giving him the benefit of no, right? But but like, that's some some white privilege, shit, isn't it? Totally. And it's like, people are like, Well, how awesome is that? I'm like, Okay. But, like, can anybody just do that now? 
can I just call him up? And I'm like, hey. Unless he paid for a permit. But then are they going to... Is there a permit to walk down the highway? To have a parade. (sighs) I think you, like, it's like a... You know, I wonder... Parade permit. Okay. I he wonder, was just the only one there, though. That's some crazy privilege, though. I'm going to yeah. do this no, just for totally, me. No, totally crazy privilege. <laughs> no. But I'm just saying maybe he paid, you know, for a permit, and then they have to I guess so. keep him safe. Anyway, um, that was the crazy shit we saw. Or it's narcissism. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it's the fuck. It's not. I'm patriotic, <laughs> and I want people to know how patriotic I am. There's a, a place, speaking of flags, uh, there's a place near the Cottonwood Mall that Kurt and I saw a couple days ago. And they sell Confederate flags. Oh wow! And we were like, "What the fuck? Are what they is right, that? are they right next to the lighter fluid?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, all, but I could arrange that. You're all, you're all. Look at these oily rags. They're not oily. <laughs> you know, they seem to be. Uh, let's get into this craziness. So I posted a thing on. Okay, all right. Let me start over. So this morning, I decided to get to go to uh, Java Joe's for breakfast. Um, they're open, you know, breakfast and lunch every day, Friday or Saturday and Sundays are probably their biggest days, mm-hmm. busiest days. And and keep in mind, COVID's still going on, but like businesses are still trying to recuperate. Right. So I walk, I show up and every table is taken and there's a line of about five people in front of me. So I'm trying to figure out how. If I should just get my food to go or if I can actually find a place to sit. Every table is taken. Finally, I look over. There's a guy sitting at a four top. Drinking only the refillable coffee on his laptop surfing the net. Mm. And I'm like, are you fucking shitting me? There's like all these old because a lot of old people go there. Right. There's people getting their, you know, paying for their food because you pay for your food first and then just standing there with their number, like waiting for people to to get up. Other people are noticing it and like bussing their own table, walking over and like putting their stuff away so that they can clean. They can get out of there and like give people a table. Right. Homeboy just sitting there on a four top chugging his coffee, surfing the net. He was there before I got there. He was there after I left. Ugh. First of all, that's a fucking asshole move. It really I'm is. I'm sorry. Yeah, no one likes campers. No, no one, one likes campers. campers. Thank you. So I post on Facebook and I say, you know, if you're the if you're at a if you're at a busy restaurant, you're the only person at a four top and you're just drinking coffee and surfing the net, you're for hours, you're an asshole. And people were varied on like a lot of people were agreeing. And then there were some people, I feel of privilege, <laughs> that were like, well, maybe he was working. All right. Let me let me retort to that comment. A restaurant is not started to be your office. Right. <laughs> if you think the restaurant or cafe is your office and that you have the privilege to sit there for hours because you're working, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, I thought that's what the laundromats are for. And I, I have notes on this. That's uh, what your fucking subject. home is for. I have an office in my home. Mm-hmm. When some people are like, well, I don't work well at home. Okay, well, why do you have to go fuck somebody else's life up to work? 
I'm not fucking somebody else's life. Yes, you are. Because let me tell you, you are sitting there camping, drinking a $2 coffee, and then people can't come in and sit down and eat. There were people leaving because there was nowhere to sit. So you have full tables that would have paid for four meals to eat because this dude was surfing the net. He wasn't fucking working. I don't give a fuck if he's working or not. Restaurants are not set up to be your office. You know what the Frontier does during peak hours? You can't fucking sit there and camp. Yeah, you right. have to have food. Yeah. You have to have food there. Yeah. They won't right. let you just get by with some coffee. Yeah. They're like, uh-huh. Where's and, your meal? Where's your ticket? Right. You go to Sicilia's and it says uh, it says table space is, 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 a, is, a, is a privilege. And she goes, please eat and leave so other people can sit down and eat. Right. Well, and the other thing, too, is like even if you do have four people sitting with you. I also used to hate the people who would eat their meal and then uh, sit there for yeah, hours and yeah. hours and hours. So I commented on the status <laughs> and read like all these comments and I, I just find it <laughs> fucked up. man. I was just like, it must be nice to right? not have to live off of tips. Right. It, it must be so nice. Well, then they're like, then they'll, then their answer that will be, well, the owner should pay more. I'm like, well, they should. We're not saying that. But, but that's her, what we're, we're. Her defense was: I served for over a decade, and I was just here to normalize eating alone. Nobody said you can't eat alone. Mm. Nobody even but, said you can't sit there with your computer, and and sit right. at a four top. But here's where the problem lies: right. there are people who need tables. Mm-hmm. You're taking up space. You're only drinking coffee, and you're being a dick. A dick. And and for this woman to get so enraged, right? I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? Yeah, how do you not understand that? Like, I, I couldn't figure that. Well, she did apologize. Okay. I call bullshit that she worked in the service industry. That person ended up messaging me personally mm-hmm. and saying, "Hey, I guess I read it wrong." And they're like, "I thought you were saying like people shouldn't sit alone." I said, "No, I sit alone all the time. I go eat, I finish my meal, I stack up. You can have smiling." I stack up all my, I bust my own stuff. I put it all together and then put all the trash on top of it. So all they have to do is pick it up, walk over and throw it away and then wipe the table off. Right. And that's how I live. Now, sitting there, just drinking a coffee and like surfing the internet or doing your, they had no work. Fuck you. Go get an office building. Go pay for a fucking office in a building. Where there's other places where you're yeah. expected to sit there with only one drink, like yeah. a bar. A bar. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't know. They it, got Wi-Fi. See, I don't even fucking agree with that. Have a couple beers while you're doing your work. I well, but to, here's the deal. Fine. If it's not busy, mm-hmm. if it's not busy, that's, a, that's is one thing. the key. And I don't care who sits at the counter. Uh-huh. You can yeah. sit there all day. I, there I probably day. won't notice. But you know what? It, it's the not busy part. If it's just be aware of your surroundings. So here's another one. Read the room, fucko. Like there be- you go. Before, room. before, uh, before, uh, um, COVID, a bunch of friends of mine, we went to Bosque Brewing. It was a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Every we walk in, every table is taken, every table is packed, except for one four top girl there with one beer and her laptop. Yeah. If it's and, packed, and I'm like, come on. And everybody's like, just go ask them if you can sit with them. I'm like, not during COVID. I'm not fucking doing that. Right. Fuck you. Before COVID, I totally would do that. But now, no thank you. No thank you. It's like, you know, everybody's like, well, you should be able to, you know, you're paying, you're a paying customer. I get that. But like, here's my deal. (laughs) If, if, if. uh, Not all customers are created equal. No. Here's my deal. 
I feel like now that we've seen how shitty every human being can be, I feel like there should be things that you can say as a service worker to a customer. And if they complain or they write a Yelp review, we all accept that they were in the wrong and they were a piece of shit. Right. And I feel like this is one of those situations. Like you go to Cecilia's, you go order only a coffee and whip out that laptop and ask her for the fucking password. And you will be awakened fucking quickly because she will tell you, uh, you can have your coffee, but you you hang out, you drink that and you get the fuck out of here. That's what she'll probably tell you. Yeah. You know, go do that. Now, I feel like if you're, if it's a, if the, if a place is, if a, it, I feel like this is not out of order. If a place is slammed and you've been there for 45 minutes, they could come over and say, Hey, um, we're going to have to cut you off on your coffee. Yeah. We really need this table because we're, this is a very busy time for us. And if you're, you get pissed or offended, then that's on you. Right. Go fuck yourself. Is that out of order? I don't think so. But no I, way. Most of the places that I've worked, they're like the customer's always right. And I don't think you that. should be grateful for them sitting there. Um, that is hilarious. You know, it's like, why the fuck? They're, they're, I see tips just walking out the door. Exactly. There's nowhere well, to sit. as the owner, they should see money walking out the door. Right. If you have four top, a, 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 four, a table of four people walks in. So pretty much anymore, uh, every meal is around like $15. Yeah. So that's like $60 walking out the door for somebody who paid $2 for a coffee refill? Yeah. Uh I mean, let's also remember that I've worked for a lot of dicks. Mm -hmm. So But I mean, <laughs> think about that. And then say you offend you here's the difference. Here's how I look at it. Those four people are going to go, "Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to go back to that place. It's yep. it's uh, it's too busy all the time." Or you offend the $2 coffee drinker. And they go, I'll never come back again. You're like, oh, no, we missed out on the $2. Oh, no. Not the $2. Oh, it's like when I worked at Congress Rotisserie. I had this guy fucking come in. And he's like, "I every time I come in here, I get terrible service. You guys are mean to me. I'm like, yeah. why, do, why do you keep coming back? Yeah. Read the room. We don't like you either. We don't care. For Stop you. coming back here. Stop. This shit Stop. won't happen if you just never come back. <laughs> we all voted. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to tell people about this. Cool, because your friends probably all suck too. Right. <laughs> right. Go tell your friends. Please tell do. You. So I feel like that's a, that's a thing a, a service worker should be able to tell somebody. He's like, yes. hey, you've been here for 45 minutes. You've had three, you know, two cups of coffee for $2. I was a manager, though. So uh, you know, I mean, but what are some other things like service people should be able to say? And we're like, uh, you, you know, and if they complain, um, we're, like, we're all like, you know what? That that was on you. Um, When they complain about their food, but they've eaten most of it, you should be able to be like, well, it didn't seem that bad. Um, yeah. You ate most of it. Um, yeah. uh, I guess that's one thing. I'm trying to think. Like, there's just so many one. things I feel like if someone, do. if someone complains that it took too long to get into a place. Yeah. You know? Fuck you. Fuck you. I mean, it's busy. Um, yeah. I've heard, you know, like I heard somebody complain about the L Ray. It was like, or not the L Ray, but founders. Yeah. They were like, oh, it was my first time going there and I couldn't get in. I had to wait. And I'm like, that's how it is. It's a very small place. Yeah. Like, calm your tits. Go to another bar. Come yeah. back. I don't know what there's to There's several you. bars downtown. Anadyne, Sister Bar. I mean, there's more than several. They probably belong at the distillery. Yeah, distillery. To be honest with you. 
plenty of room there, buddy. Plenty mm-hmm. of room. Always, always room. Always room at the distillery is what they say. That's, just, that's what the kids say these days. You know, why don't you try the library? That seems more up your stream. Right. Can we just allow service workers to call people assholes? Yes. Like uh, they called me an asshole. I'll, if someone, if I read a read a review and someone says they called me an asshole, I'll be like, okay, you probably were. You probably were. I'd probably an be like, asshole. "Who was your bartender?" I would like them, please. Yeah, I will buy the mistake. I like. A, there's a meme and an uh, imager, and it's like I work at Home Depot, and this this white guy came in and he said, "There's a guy in the parking lot selling tamales and disrupting people." And he goes, "Show me where." And they go outside, and he goes, "Right over there." And he goes, "And I walked over and bought several tamales from the guy." <laughs> it's like fucking crybaby. Yeah, happened. I mean that's what I would do too. Like, no shit. Can shit I get where a, is he at? Can I get another one of these? Did you drink a cold snack? Those aren't cold. Can I get another one of those? I meant as to well, tell you not to so... drink those. They're not cold yet. But anyway. But that's what happens when you're late. So, uh, well, also not. I would so, take I would take a warm these over a cold though. We've all worked in the service industry. What is another thing you would like to t- be able to, as a worker, you would like to be able to tell someone? Oh, you know what a big one is. Yeah. When I was a female bartender, okay. Um, there were I had a couple of bosses who basically told you that you had to deal with uncomfortable flirting. Oh, I don't think that's right. And I think female bartender and male bartenders too, because sure. I'm sure I'm oh, sure it, it happens to them it too. It happens but all the time. I know it happens at Founders. I watched oh, it. Yeah. I've it's, watched it. I get my butt grabbed all the time doing People that. People are fucking and I'm not, nasty. And, and they expect because you're you're a dude, you're just gonna brush it off, yeah. and you're still like all gross. Yeah, it feels horrible. Someone just touched my butt. And then you're yeah. forced to but socialize with them. Yeah. I think bartenders should be able to be like, "You're disgusting." Yeah. Uh, bye bye. Yeah, that's your last beer. Get the fuck out. Or be able to charge them like a perfy yeah well i mean the thing is is like as a bartender you are allowed to basically cut them off for any fucking reason i'm like well obviously you have well, no reasoning again i've worked at a lot of really shitty places so the bar t- the bar that i worked at the bowling alley bar that didn't kill me <laughs> so the owner the of one that, that was place, on uh bar, bar rescue? rescue and they lied about everything yes mm. um so <laughs> that guy is disgusting like the the regulars would ask for your number and he would force you to give them your number. Uh, so yeah, if you were like he was a perv the, if someone was like they called me a perv asshole, I'd be like mm. probably cuz you are. See, Yelp needs to have like uh some sort of thing where you can just go in and go that person was a pervert and then it like flags it and they go, "Oh, okay. We got I it." I wish there was a way to rate regulars yeah yeah that's I was, what i wish we could have i've been i've been saying that for forever i'm like there should be like a reverse yelp where you get on there and you're all this dude came in i mean it's just, i mean they do it on uh uber and lyft mm-hmm. you know it's one of those things where it's like hmm because there's just there's yeah. so many disgusting things that have happened that i just still can't believe and I was too young to realize that it is totally okay to tell your boss to fuck off. Yeah. It is totally okay to say this person makes me uncomfortable. I don't want them in my bar. They can come on another night. But oftentimes, you, especially if you're young um, and your boss is a dick, you feel like you can't tell them right. this This person makes mm-hmm. me very uncomfortable mm-hmm. I don't like it when they come in and every time they come in, they grab me and they treat me like I'm their girlfriend because that happens a lot. 
Ugh. And they're usually old, gross, disgusting men. <laughs> yep. They like it. Women like it. That have like a dip in their mouth. They like, they like the pretty boys too. I'm sure they do. Just as bad. And it's it's, it's always deplorable. some old gross man. Yeah. Well, or there's women. There's women. Oh, too. there's. I've, yeah. I've seen some disgusting ones. I've had some women. I went to a Chippendale show, and <laughs> oh, gross. Here's here's what happened. I feel um, like that's grosser than a regular like for guys. A guy strip. Oh my thing. god, I worked in a strip club, mm-hmm. and most of the men were very respectful. I think because there's like, you know, it's known that if you're a disrespectful dick to a female stripper you're gonna get you're gonna out. get kicked out yeah that's the rules but chippendales not so much is this the rescue rangers yes <laughs> just kidding uh and i found the whole thing really hilarious like no offense to men male strippers but i just can't take it seriously you can't i i just i was laughing the whole time of like uncomfortableness but also like how ridiculous because they're I don't know it. I uh, they can't ever just dance and be hot. It's like they have to have a backstory, and they're always really cheesy and like a cop or a plumber. Yeah, and I couldn't, I couldn't take it serious at all. And then they started doing the magic mic thing, and it was like, oh my god. No, don't get me wrong; they were very attractive, but there were so many women who would like reach out and grab their junk. Wow! And they were saying disgusting things. The women were or the men? The women. Like what? I gotta hear this. Just like how much to take you home and like I can't even remember now, but like it was just I was disappointed. Yeah. And um I don't know, it just it was very strange and I was very disappointed in women because I'm like, if you saw a man doing that to a woman, you would be upset. You would lose your shit. Lose your shit, yeah. And uh yeah. And I also feel like a lot of them were barking up the wrong tree, if you know what I mean. Yeah, most of the guys were like, probably gay. I don't think they were interested in women at all. Yeah, probably not. I think that's the only... I once talked to a guy who was in porn. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why do you do straight porn if you're gay? And he was like, it's easier. Mm. Because he's like, then it's work. Yeah. And I'm detached. And it's it's not a big deal. I always wonder how they get like hard, though. Fluffers. 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 Do they have male fluffers? I mean, I would assume so. Oh. You know, or they look at some gay I mean, porn or. Geez, man. It's a biological reaction. You can make corpses orgasm. That's true. No, I know. That's true. That's true. That's true. But uh, so you got. So I assume it's kind of like that. So but... they probably have worse like service stories than we do. Oh my God. I can only. I, I really would love to find a male stripper yeah. and have him on the show. Right. Because I can only imagine. The shit he has gone through. I could probably get this one. I think. I think that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. I bet, hear I the bet you story. can. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> Jesus! Whoa, my lord! I'm just saying. I don't. I'm not into that. But there's nothing wrong with being into that. My lord! Jesus, smiling. Um. Yeah. I Way to take would... us back to the Stone Ages. <laughs> I just would be interested to hear. Yeah. I think a lot of times we think men can't be sexually harassed. Oh, they can, yeah. And you guys totally can. I've been, but I've nobody been, listens. I've been stalked Ugh. three times. I've uh, been, you know, I'm not saying I've been. James has probably been sexually harassed more than I have. I've been sexually yeah. harassed by men, for sure. Yeah. Sometimes it's funny. <laughs> yeah, it fucking <laughs> cracks me up. I'll tell you this. Okay, uh, I was on the radio Wednesday. I, didn't, I actually didn't talk about that. 
So I was on the radio with Buck Wednesday from one to three. And we mostly talked about Thanksgiving stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So we had on, so there's a text line, right? And I'll tell you this, we're, we're privileged doing this show. Right. People don't message us during the show and just trash the shit out of us. <laughs> Not <And> always. <laughs> no, 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 no. Constantly. Oh my God. I got to read, I got to read the, the text line and like, so Buck's last name is Burnett. My last name is Burnett. And somebody was like, oh, nepotism, having your relatives on the show. And he was like, we said at the beginning that we were not related. And the guy was like, oh, I thought you guys were married. And, you know, you guys sound gay as hell. And I was like, Jesus. And then like, and then he's like, sorry, I also don't hang on every word you say. And he just kept trashing it. Like people just kept trashing us the entire time. People are assholes. And and, uh, uh, he's like, yeah, at any time uh, this radio station reaches like 50,000 people. And I was like, okay. It's kind of nervous. I'm not going to lie. I was pretty nervous to be yeah. on this. I was pretty nervous to be on the radio. And it was actually kind of an audition. Oh. So uh, his boss wanted to hear me be on the radio to see if I could fill in on KKOB if they need people to fill in. Wow. And... So Buck was like, well, maybe we'll have you on another day. I thought I didn't do well because Buck was like, well, we'll have you on another day where it's not as like silly. It's more serious. Yeah. And see how you do. So then I get called yesterday by, from Buck and he's like, just want to let you know my boss talked to me and he's like, he's like, a lot of times these podcast people try to do the radio and they're not good at all. And he goes, this guy was very comfortable. He was very natural and he could do the radio like no problem. Awesome. So apparently they're going to have me on again. And I may start filling in and be like a regular like person on the radio. Congrats, That's cool. man. Right? I was like, what the awesome. fuck? That's weird. And I'm not gay with Buck and we're not married. So just want to let that out. I mean, there. Buck is a very nice. He's a nice, attractive older yeah, man. You know? He's very nice. I mean, he has a family and stuff. Yeah. But like if I was going to choose anybody for mm-hmm. you to be mm-hmm. with, it would probably be Buck. <laughs> it would be Buck. We would be, you know. Like men or women. Right. And I'm very picky who about would, uh, who you date. Who would be the top and the bottom? That's up to you. That's oh up to man, us. I feel like you're you both would be like switches. Oh, because I can't switch. imagine uh, no. either one of you just being one of those. <laughs> it would just depend on your mood. I'd be like, be like, did you guys get the invite to our Christmas to to Buck and I's Christmas party? Although I'm supposed to have my open mic tomorrow at Buck's place, so I'm just gonna go ahead and I'm just gonna be like, Buck would definitely for sure be the top. That's what would Oy. happen. Just kidding. There's nothing wrong with bottoms. I mean, I, just I wouldn't was... have to. We wouldn't have to change our name if we got married. That would be convenient. <laughs> right? That would be really convenient. You would uh, probably have to explain to people that you're not related. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, right. Your name was Burnett before. Now it's Burnett again. And like, yeah, he's, but we're not. You know what? You guys could hyphenate. You guys could be mm. Burnett Burnett. Burnett. <laughs> the, the, merging of two families. The merging the Burnett Burnett's. The Burnett Burnett's. Burnett squared. Oh my god, that'd be and now I want this to happen. <laughs> what? He's like marrying his kids. He's probably gonna be offended that we even said any of this. No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. He but takes the joke pretty well, I he think. Does. Uh he does make me a little bit nervous sometimes. Yeah. So like oh, oh really? don't fire me. Oh, oh yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> um but yeah, like so I just I feel like if you're by yourself and you're you're sitting there on a computer and you're just drinking coffee, <laughs> like how you're bringing it back, I love you it. should just be able. They should come over and tell you 
hey, you've been here long enough. You've outwarmed your welcome. Time to go. Right. And if you're like, fuck you, duh, 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 they ban you for life. I think that's banned for life. I love that. Banned for life. It's. I feel like here's here's one thing. I feel like bars have way more power than like a restaurant does. Yeah, for sure. Banning for life seems to be like less, you know, because like founders, you know, they've, they've 86 a lot of people. Oh, I'm sure they have. They're founders. See, and, I'm, and I'm a big fan of that. I'm afraid I'm going to get 86 for life. From founders? Yeah, it would be so sad. Oh, well, That's why I'm on my best behavior yeah. when I'm there. But you should be. Everyone should. Well, be. yeah, of course. But I'm, you know, no one should ever treat the people there like terribly. No. I was there the other day, and this fucking Momo. Here's <laughs> what I hate. You know. <laughs> Every time you say Momo, I think you mean something else. Yeah. What do you think I mean? So, oh, this is gonna make me sound so bad, but this was a long, yeah. long time ago. And I went to a high school that happened to have a lot of Mormons, mm. and we used to call them Momos. Oh, I've never heard that, but I'll think of <laughs> but that now. you have. Awesome. Momo, Momo means moron. <laughs> so this fucking Momo. I mean. So, like, if, if, if two people are talking. I like hers better. Yeah. <laughs> I just hate the interjectors. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, you know, some people are fine. Interjectors are like, you're down there with some friends, you're talking, and they lean over, and they're all, huh, I can't help uh, but hear what you're saying, and I need to jump into this and all of a sudden be a... Uh, a part of your conversation. So this fucking guy, or maybe this is part of it. Every time I see him, he goes, Dan Harmon. Yeah, it's Dan Harmon. My dad gets that all the time. And I'm like, I don't fucking look like Dan Harmon. You might want to go look at fucking what Dan Harmon looks like uh, from community. I don't look like him. And he said it like three times. This was Tuesday night. And I'm like, okay, cool. And he's like, no, man, you look at Dan Harmon. I go, got it. Understood when you said it the first three times. Thank and, you. And then he yeah. goes, oh, okay. Oh, right. Dan Harmon, and, not even a Seth Rogen? Really? No, right. You don't even look like Dan Harmon. And so then he asks the bartender if the bartender will start selling cocaine for him. <laughs> and like <clears throat> the bartender goes, uh, no. And we also don't <clears throat> allow that down here. I bet so, I know who that was. All right. So, nope. Nope. I don't think you do. You're thinking it was the, the Rico. He's so nice, though. He's he, a- it wasn't him. Oh, okay. It wasn't him. He's never been rude to me. To be honest, that guy has never been rude to me. Always been pleasant. Yeah, he's... This was some dickhead jack-off. Uh, I think that uh... was his first and last name. Dickhead jack-off. <laughs> Dick Jakoff. Dick Jakoff. <laughs> I think that was his fucking name. I just, I don't understand yeah. why people are such <laughs> Right? Like, why would you think that that's a thing? Like, in like, say it so loud that I could hear it. Like, if you're going to do that... Pull the bartender aside, maybe. Also, but, in but, this day and you know. age, PSA, don't do cocaine anymore. Why are we doing <laughs> cocaine? Don't do cocaine. I, People are dying. It's ter- I get it. Cocaine is fun. I totally... I'm a comedian. Yeah. I get it. You know, stereotypical. We, You know, um, but... People are fucking dying. It's like, not that great. Like in this, in have the, a red bull. In, in the 80s, we had to start doing <laughs> safe sex. Everybody started wearing a condom. Yeah. That's the thing now. So now... I saw this thing the other day, and it's like, if you're going to do cocaine this weekend, be sure to pick up these strips so you can tell if it has fentanyl in it. And I'm just like, man, nothing says uncool. Like, you have to prep your cocaine to snort at a party so you don't kill one of your friends. Like, it's like a whole well, new... And that's, a good, I, that's a good call. A lot yeah. of my friends are like, oh, I carry Narcan now. And I'm like, okay, okay. That, that wouldn't help you. Let's talk no. about... Or not... Is it... No, no. Narcan would help with fentanyl. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, would it? Yeah. I thought yeah. I thought Narcan would be. Like I think the problem too is late. that if you do fentanyl, oh, Narcan like, stamps. 
opioids like that. Yeah. Mm. And I'm looking at that and fact, the, so quickly that person usually throws up on themselves. But the because problem it's like with, I think the problem with fentanyl and Narcan is that, uh, you know, fentanyl makes you not give a shit about anything, you know? Oh, really? I don't, yeah. Well, that's what they give like cancer patients when they're, right. they give them like a time release patch. And I've seen plenty of people. It's, but they could put it on a patch. That's how little it is needed. Yeah. You, that don't, fentanyl. you can overdose on like the size, somebody was saying in like the size of the head of a pin. And mm-hmm. it, and you don't even have to snort it. It can no. touch your skin. Yep. But uh, yeah, I was just telling my friend, I'm like, do you think that you sound cool right now? No. That you have to carry Narcan instead of just, I don't know. Not doing that drug. There's <laughs> plenty cocaine. of other drugs you could do. LSD. Right. right. Mushrooms. Speed. I don't know. Take some mushrooms, drink a Red Bull. I don't, you know, I don't know enough <laughs> about it. But Take mushrooms and drink a Red Bull. That sounds That sounds horrifying. I mean, I don't know, yeah. but it's like, I don't think cocaine is great enough no. to be like, I'm going to carry this thing. So in case I die. Well, or, or you've got to go get these. You got to go to the health department. Get these special strips. And what kind of a loser do you think you're going to look like? <laughs> right. You hey, know? my friends and I are going to do a couple of I eight mean, balls please this do it if you have to, if you have an addiction to cocaine, <laughs> and you're doing cocaine, please, for the love of God, go get the strips if you must. Don't think that you're not looking cool, but just for but reference. Get some, get some condoms. While you're maybe there. also just go get treatment if you're yeah. willing to die for your drugs. I don't you, know. You ever get those condoms at the... Health. Hold on. Well, we'll we'll, we'll tease this because we're at the end of the first hour. Jesus, that went by too quickly. Jesus, we got to talk about Tiger King too. Oh yeah, we do. For the we second do, we do, we do. Uh, we got to get out of here right at seven, right? Yes. So yeah, we got to. So, we so gotta, I can right. go visit my father. Yeah. So all right. Well, let's tease this. So anybody have anything to promote? Um, I probably have a comedy show tomorrow. Um, <laughs> it'll be at the El Rey. Here's the announcement. Now we're moving up into the El Rey. Um, they, they're doing some remodeling and it's supposed to be really, really cool. And Buck never lies to me. So I'm, I'm going to yeah. assume that it's super duper cool. Um, but again, I'm not sure if it's happening tomorrow or next Monday. Right. So maybe tomorrow I will have a show. Yeah. And that's my promotion. Smiley, what do you got going on? <laughs> um, I don't know. I look for any, if you want to, on any of the things I'm on. Did uh, anybody ever find you in uh, Army if, of the Dead? Not yet. I can point. I've I've pointed it out to people. They're like, "It's not you." If I find you, can I can I get the prize? Uh, you want an, another tote bag uh, and yeah, some pins? Probably. Yeah. Okay, nice. I have more tote nice. bags. Nice. I need tote bags, man. If you see me out, compliment me on my new jacket, dude. I forget. <laughs> I forget to fucking get those to take them with me when I go to the grocery store. I leave them in oh, the car the fucking time. That's a smart idea. Mm-hmm. I always forget them. Uh, so we do this show most Sunday nights from uh, 5 to 7 p.m. Um, don't uh, just drink coffee and sit in a place for three hours. No, don't do that. Um, and that's pretty much it. Our, our website's tendrinkminimum.com, facebook.com forward slash tendrink, and then at tendrinkminimum podcast on Instagram. Ooh. So tendrinkminimum on Twitter. So there you go. Um, We're definitely drinking while we do this show. You should as well. But always remember, never never get get too drunk to jerk. jerk I got it that time. (laughs) Oh, we're live. We're back from the wavy hour. Sorry about that. I'm trying to share everything here. Sometimes Facebook is a fucking asshole. 
just like a single guy in a coffee shop drinking coffee and on the, well, on a laptop. People, you let that go. I'm not gonna let it go. Go fuck yourself. Uh, everyone is back with me. Holly Ann is here. I am here. Did I share it publicly? Let's share this. James is here. I am indeed. So we shared, or we we've been talking about this, Smiley. I hope you watched it. But we were talking about Tiger King two. I I did I did that night after our last show. Nice. All right, because I just I would have if I'd known I would have already watched right. it. What do you think? I mean, there has to be a third season. There's so much There's mercurial so much there. There's so, so much, much to unpack. Yeah, really. <laughs> and it's like. As long as they're these people, and I mean, when I say these people, I mean these like fucking big cat people, big crack cat, private uh, zoo people. We're going to have like all the content in the world. And now you see, we're talking about like the guy who's trying to like get him out of prison, that crazy wackadoo oh my guy. God. Um, it seems like a lot of people are trying to capitalize off of him. Yeah. Which sucks yeah. for Joe. Yeah, like I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe they painted him where you're like, you feel bad for him. Yeah. Well, and here's the other thing that I, so I've been reading a lot of articles about it and stuff. Uh-huh. And here's the thing that nobody else is, nobody's really talking about. Mm-hmm. But so Joe, everybody is like, well, how come Joe didn't get more popular? Well, first of all, he's in jail. But secondly, um, he is not allowed to take interviews with anybody but Netflix. Really? He's not allowed to do it. How is that possible? Well, because I think he has some kind of arrangement or like his lawyer was oh, like, oh, they fucked but, up. But uh, yeah, he can't, uh, he can't do it. And like I said, and like I said, it's the worst fucking. It's, oh, and it's, it's, it's like it's, from it's, here. It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like. I'm Joe Exotic, and uh, I'm in the prison. If you're watching right now, like you can only see like the top of my head. He's like, I'm sitting on a trash can. Like, poor guy. Yeah. So it's insane. Like, it's, spoiler alert: If anybody's watch is listening now, and you haven't watched it, and you want to watch it, shut this off because we're going to talk a lot about it. Yeah. Yeah. So second season, like I was like, this is going to be a cash grab, mm. and and like. They did it really well, and then like the first episode, they kind of get through all of the bullshit, like with the dude trying to get him out of jail, right, and all that shit. But why is that guy spending all that money trying to get him out? Like he's making a cash grab. They wrapped up that jet, private jet. They wrapped. I think. I think that guy uh, has a huge crush on Trump and wanted Trump's uh, attention. Gotcha. Maybe so. Yeah. Um. The other thing I wanted to talk about is like uh, Carol Baskin, of course. Yeah, it was course. revealed that the CIA has released a thing that says they think her husband is alive. First of all, let's talk about they did interviews in Costa Rica with people who spent time with yeah. her husband, and he's a fucking gross perv. He was, he, right. Her husband was a gross perv. Her husband was a gross perv. And then, like, when they're talking to like these people, they're like, Do I know where he's at? No. If I did know, would I tell you? No. Right. And it's like, okay, creepo, yeah. motherfucker. But on the other hand, here's the deal. The CIA, uh, the FBI, police, they can lie sure. about things oh, sure when there's can, an yeah. open investigation. Because yeah. I think the CIA is putting that stuff out so that if Carol killed her husband, and mm-hmm. I, I don't mean if, I mean since Carol killed her husband, 
she's going to go run her mouth and be like, well, I know he's not still alive wow. because. Uh, do you necessarily think she killed him? I think I, he was, I think he was killed. I do. Th- yeah. I don't think she, you know, necessarily killed him with her own hands, but I no. definitely think that she had him murdered mm, Okay. because who the fuck else would have benefited from that? No um, one. I mean, if he owed, like that one guy was saying, like, you know, he made a lot of enemies and he owed yeah. people money. I and just I'm think like, mm. the circumstances around the night he went missing. Yeah. Like they also showed like uh, Carol, like when she gets stressed, she goes and paces around and that yeah. made sense. But then that whole story about her just running into her brother I think that was an <laughs> alibi. I I just it, it's too perfectly laid out for it to not have been Carol. The forged no will. The, yeah, I mean, like yeah, exactly. The forged right. will. The notary. The I mean, there's just so and how they keep digging <laughs> up more people that yes. are like yeah. she killed him. Oh man, like that late. Like they had that more of that interview with that that uh, lady who was his assistant. Yeah, and she was like. There are documents I did not sign. Yeah. I did not sign any of that. And stuff. she forged a notary thing. Yeah. And you would think, is there isn't that like punishable by law? Oh, that's a big deal. Oh yeah. It's yeah. If you're first of all, if you're a notary and you perjure, like that's a big deal. If you uh forge documents that that's a federal, that's a no, oh, that's a state one probably, because you're a notary of the state. But still, that's like legal documents. You could be you know thrown in jail for that. That's why she pointed out she's all not me. Yeah, that's not me. I have to let you know that was not me. <laughs> yeah, she's actually doing her her actual like because they swear. I mean, when you become a notary, they swear you in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just and then when um, what's his name, Jeff Lowe, uh-huh. his wife, the fucking all, jet ski guy. Yeah, they all signed documents saying that he that they were kind of setting him up. Right. Is that what they? And I'm like, how is he still in jail? And well, these guys are not. And he, so, okay. They perjured themselves. They perjured themselves. That's what was crazy is like, they all were like, yeah, Joe did this. So the, you met, left out someone, the hitman guy. Yes. yes. So yes. there was the hitman guy, the fat guy on the fucking jet ski. I can never remember his name. He, the fat guy <laughs> in the jet ski, the whole time in the second season, he's like, you know, we kind of did Joe wrong. Yeah. He's not guilty. And then the hitman is that way. He f- well, but the hitman is literally like, I will go to jail. Yeah, I'll go to jail because I did Joe wrong. Yeah, and I was like, holy and then, shit! And then Jeff Lowe and his fucking brood. Can we talk about how they had a threesome <sighs> on this season? Creepos. They're fucking gross. There's some creepy people, right? Oh, I almost so, forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and so, so he's all of a sudden <sighs> like, he's not that like, there's anything wrong with threesomes. It's no. just these people. These people. He starts out like Joe was guilty, did it. And then all of a sudden he flips and he's like, whenever it was like convenient for him, all of a sudden he's like, Joe's guilt, innocent. I'll help him get out of jail. And I'm like, you're a piece of shit. You know, if you help put this guy in jail and then all of a sudden it benefits you not to have him in jail. Well, I think it goes deeper than that. Let me tell you why. They know that Joe is applying for appeals. Uh They know that now this hitman. Is like is on like, Joe's side. So here's the deal. That hitman probably has a lot more shit on uh, Jeff Lowe. Oh, I bet he does. And I think that Jeff and Jetski idiot. <laughs> Jetski Momo. Jetski Momo. <laughs> um, I think that this is self-preservation. Yeah. And I think in the third season, there's going to be a lot more shit that's dug yeah. out. Because 
There's going to be a third season. No there problem. Has there has to be. has to be. But I just was like, what? I was not expecting that. Yeah. Because I've like followed. So some of the, a lot of the stuff with the Carol Baskin, like I said last week, I, I wasn't surprised. I, I was a little surprised to see that the CIA had released a document. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, because I, that wasn't posted in the like Carol Baskin for sure definitely killed her husband group. But, um, <laughs> I love that there's that Facebook group. Yes, there is, and I am part of it, and it's great. Is that one guy in the, the what's his name? Uh, oh, Ripper. Ripper? No, we other? all hate Ripper. So everybody hates um, that guy. Yeah, because he's a douche. Like yeah. he exploits murders, and he's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Um, but I just, and then you see his family, and you kind of feel, but not. Um, I'm jumping all over the place, yeah. but. Uh, Don Lewis's family, I was very happy to see that right. they got more screen time this time and they got to like voice their opinion. And a lot of people are saying, but aren't they explaining it too? And I said, yes. no, mm-hmm. I don't think they are. Here's the deal. A loved one went missing. They believed yeah. that his wife killed him and have been literally going and talking to like law enforcement and stuff for years. Right. And then Netflix comes out with a thing and now all of a sudden Carol Baskin is famous, mm-hmm. is on Dancing with the Stars, mm-hmm. is making money on literally with blood on her hands, at least in their mind. Allegedly, right. she has blood on her, her hands. Sure. Could you imagine sure, sure. being those people? No. And I don't then, think and then she also, and then she also, it. it also seems like allegedly, yeah. she forged documents that screwed them pretty much oh, out of his fortune. Out of everything. And then yeah. says that their dad didn't love them enough. Right. To leave them stuff, right. which is another whole like, why do you need to say that if right. you're, you know, I, just I an just, extra dig in there for some reason, yeah, just to fuck you one more time. How and about one more dig? It's people like her that give stepmoms a bad name, you know what I mean? Right. But let's I, do this shot real quick while okay. we're talking about this. We got a shot of Fireball, thanks to thanks Get to Smiley. I got a, I got a great deal on Fireball. Cheers. I like Smiley. He's like, I got a case of it for cheap. Um, so I, I, I felt here's where here's I, I felt for the family in the first season. I felt for the family for part of the second season. Uh-huh. And then this is where I didn't feel for them when they went and got the Christian fucking psychic. Oh. No, you know what? Here's I was the like, deal. what in the fucking dumb shit is this? Here's the deal. And I'm I'm going to I knew you were going to go there. Yeah, <clears throat> that made me feel even worse for them. Actually. Yeah, like, exactly. how desperate are they? No, well. because here's the deal. Those people and I wish Eric was on here tonight, but those types of people go after families of victims sure. yeah. all the time. It's called and money. They, yeah. they give you promises. Uh-huh. And sometimes it's not even money, Chris. Oh, I know. It's credibility or, or screen time in this know? case. And um, oh, wait, 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 wait. He died. I think he died right over. <laughs> That's why I'm feeling so sick. He died right here. You know what's weird is I was thinking about chicken all day. Remember, <laughs> I was talking about chicken all day. If you go look over there, there's a chicken pack. <laughs> what was, the fuck is that? That, that makes some, no sense. That was some stupid shit, man. I, and you know, I think that I, like, I, all right, I can, I, victims' I can families right. kind of grab at that stuff yeah. because you see things where. And here's the deal: I think there are some people who have, yeah. you know, abilities and stuff. There, there Thank have you. been lots of cases who. There has been some cases that have actually been solved by psychics. Do I think that they necessarily have psychic powers? Mm. No, they might just have good intuition, good instincts. Maybe they should have been a detective in their life. Could be. But 
you know, you hear those stories and and those psychics are not reaching out to people. Those no. psychics are working for police departments and sure. And they don't need to go out and find you and pretend yeah. to puke and I felt like the family was disgusted by him after a little bit. They were like, <laughs> Did you see uh, the lady yeah. that was like hugging him? Like, yes, Comforting. yes. She's like, this okay. is your problem, not ours. Right. Like, yeah. I, uh, I what just about, feel uh, bad when for they him. were like, so they did a lot of stuff in Costa Rica and they were yeah. like at Don's, like that house that he had like bought. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, this is like all like, you know, his drug den. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was what tripped me out. And that's where like, that's where like the Carol Baskin thing falls apart. Mm. where she's like you know he didn't love the fan no he was leaving you he was planning on leaving you it's very clear that he was he was creating an exit strategy well and as a true crime nerd Uh, what is the number one time people get murdered when they're on the way they're on their way out because control freaks Mm. don't like to lose control it's true. Or the, the thing that, you know, or money, the money, they, they don't want to lose money, money, man. You know, um, you know, you look at like cases like Chris Watts, Chris Watts, anni- Chris Watts annihilated mm-hmm. his whole family because he was about to get caught for having an affair and he couldn't stand for his wife to leave him. I mean, does it make sense to me? No, I've gone through a divorce, whatever you get a divorce, you move on. Right. It's okay. But there are certain people who cannot stand the idea of being abandoned of being left uh any of that stuff and well i think it kind of makes her look more guilty right so it's amazing like how in, in a lot of situations people will be like you know what i don't care how much money i lose on this yeah i want out of this situation yes. and then like there's the other side of it they're like oh i'm gonna lose money this situation is going to fuck me. I'm going to fuck them first yeah and so it really seemed like it was that like he, he you know he was like trying to get the fuck out like it didn't matter how much money he had to spend to yeah. get the fuck out well because yeah. who would want to be i mean and she seems like a fucking lunatic he was risking like uh you know breaking the law because he didn't have a pilot's license he was like yeah. fine with that pilot. Like, that's a that's a huge no-no yeah yeah well also also her new husband creepiest fucking guy on the planet oh right now. oh my god creepiest wow. fucking and, guy on the planet okay, right so now. last Last season, sorry, I didn't mean I get so passionate because we're talking about true crime and I mm-hmm. love it. Um, which this show didn't seem like it was going to be true crime at any point, but it is, but <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. it is, it totally is. And the documentarians didn't think it was going to be true crime either, right? But they were like, uh, we can't ignore this, guys, <laughs> like, right. this is fucking crazy. And the more you dig into it, the weirder it gets and the worse it gets, right? Um, but uh, what was I talking about? Oh, her husband. Creepy husband, so yeah. in the first season, you kind of felt like he was just kind of a nerd. Just a like, nerd. Like, not even a cool nerd, because there's cool nerds. He was he was like a dork. Yeah. <laughs> he was like a dork who yeah. just like clung on to this fucking like those stupid wedding pictures yeah. where he's on he's a like, leash. Yeah. And- then this season, like, why would you show those to the people who were filming this documentary in the first place? Because you're well, I'm sure that the documentary people found them. I, I mean, somewhere, and we're like, Are you proud of these? And they're like, Oh, yeah, those uh, are our wedding photos. Oh, oh, oh. Um, let me do Jeff Lowe with my oh my god. So then this season, for whatever reason, they made the dumbass decision to let's give him some more camera time. Right. Why did he so why did he agree to talk to them and not Carol Baskin is the question. Well, because Carol 
is suing right. Netflix. Well, he's her husband. Doesn't matter if yeah. he's not the one suing her. Hmm. But also, because that's how they operate, right? Yeah. It's like, I'm going to do this shitty thing, but I'm also going to do another shitty thing that contradicts this shitty thing because it's a cash grab. Right. I just, he is the most disgusting and creepy. And then that, that scene where he's singing in the car. Yeah. So it's one of those situations. And I've been a part of this before where you have people who aren't normally competent. Yeah. And all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden they're like confident. And they don't know how to handle it. He's flying too close to the sun. Yeah. And it's, it's Icarus. Like, like, dude, Icarus? you're a fucking creepy weirdo at He's, this point. He and what is his name? I can't remember his name. Who knows? He everybody just knows him as Carol's creepy husband. Carol's creepy husband. He's, dog boy. Dog boy. Dog boy. He's so Literally. creepy, like just creepy as shit. First of all, can you imagine the sex they have? Like, I want the, you know what? I want a spin-off show. On his Good. life. Like, what was he like before this? Backstory. Yeah, what was his backstory? What was going on in his life? Because, you know, he married Carol. What's he, like, in his 50s or 60s? Yeah. You know, what, what What? were the first, like, you know. Why does he only wear polo shirts? Or or weird, like, you know, he wears, like, well, he wears that or he wears the uh, safari, like, shorts and, and button-up yeah. shirt, you know. Yeah. And, and he, like, just basically, like, honestly, when he's sitting next to Carol... I just always feel like he's a puppet. Like she has her his her hand up his ass, and she's just like talking for yeah, him. Like, blah, 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 absolutely, because he's just like parroting like everything she does, or like so. You know, in the same vein as it, and I need to be really careful how I talk about this, but in the same vein as this, so we talk about how like nobody thought this was gonna be a true crime thing. Right. Nobody thought Carol Baskin was gonna be a big deal in this thing, and then. Bam, all of a sudden, the more they dig, the weirder it gets. Oh, man. I'm in a situation. Um, I Well, I know of a situation that uh, I am very seriously uh, considering making like a Tiger King kind of thing about. Really? Okay. I'm in my own situation off, off air, off podcast. Oh, really? I will talk to you about it. All but. Right. Uh, so like when you guys, I'll be like, I'll be like, I'll be like, I mean, Holly would show up to the show (laughs) sometimes right before it started. I don't know (laughs) who could tell, who could tell. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But so like, have you guys ever encountered human beings that you're like, the fuck is wrong with you? What, What is, what reality do you live in? Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, but like, have you Again, guys ever I'm right in the room? <laughs> <laughs> have you guys ever met somebody that you can't read? What? No, you're <laughs> I'm pointing at Smiley. No, I can read Smiley. Smiley is one of the yeah. most genuine people I've ever met. No, absolutely is. But um, so I am kind of in a situation where um, someone I love dearly is in a situation where I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? The fuck are you doing? And um, the more I dig into it, the weirder it gets. Really? And I'm like, I have to make a documentary about this. So here's my announcement. (laughs) Kurt Fletcher and I are going to make a documentary because, and I'm not going to give details yet, but uh, I 
I really got kind of inspired by Tiger King, but not really. Right. It just kind of fell in my lap where like the more I get to know about this person, I'm like, this is getting weirder yeah. and answers are not making it better. There have been like documentaries. There was one where they were trying to follow uh, that have turned like um, you can look it up on uh, on uh, what culture on YouTube and there's document like t- they, they'll be all top 10 documentaries that started yeah. out as one thing and turned into something else. Yeah. And one of them, I've never, uh, <laughs> Kurt Fletcher says, I'll give all the details. Here's my Venmo. <laughs> um, yeah. Please Venmo Kurt money. So there was one of them where like they did these, this guy met this like mentally challenged man mm-hmm. and decided to follow him around. And it was going to be like a documentary about the mentally challenged man. And then they found out, like, like by doing this, he was like molesting young boys and shit. I do. Yeah. I, and so shit like that happens. Like, so where, you I know. love documentaries, and I can't. So remember, do I. Yeah. I can't remember my favorite documentarian uh, because I I had Fireball, but he, damn it, James. Um, it's only like thirty percent. It's not even like it's real not news. even that bad. Um, <laughs> let me look this up. But um, <laughs> I like, how, I like, I love how, like, I love how, like, why are you looking that up? I love how Holly Ann's like, I'm not going to do it. I cannot do a shot. I have to. Oh, Fireball? Okay. Okay. Well, because it's only, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like he said, it's only 30 Well, that's like Malort. Malort, when I talk about Malort, people, I have an amazing video of Buck, by the way, doing Malort. Send me that. I will. And then I'll be like, if you don't, if you don't. I've got this video of you. He's got <laughs> the Malort. He has the Malort face big time. Oh, nice. no. Yeah. That's the best face. Uh, so while you're looking that up. So, so at Founders, they've created a drink and they call it they call it the Naked and Afraid. Yes, and it has Malort and it has Mescal, <sighs> and it is by far the worst thing I've ever drank in my life. I can't imagine mixing those. That's terrible, <sighs> man. It has more than that, though. But yeah. Okay, so I figured it out. So my favorite filmmaker is Werner Herzog, Herzog. and he is brilliant. I, I like how you but, had to struggle with that. Like Werner Herzog is amazing. I, my brain yeah. is. In a million places, and and later when I tell you what's going on, you'll totally understand. But so he has this documentary called Into the Abyss, uh-huh. and I'm not. I don't think that it started as something else and then became something. But I think the documentary makes you feel things that you didn't think you were going to feel. I think Werner Herzog felt things that he didn't think he was going to feel, and um. So Into the Abyss is about the death penalty. Yeah. And you start watching it and all of a sudden you're kind of like, oh, fuck. Am I feeling for the murderers? person murdered? Yeah. Am I feeling for the families of murderers? <laughs> right. Because at the end of the day, so the whole point of the documentary is to show like the impact that the death penalty mm-hmm. has. And he wasn't either because a good documentary is you're not either for or against. Right, you're just showing the facts. And at, you know, by the end of that documentary, I was like, I don't know where I stand. Because I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I, for the longest time, was like, death penalty all the way. Yeah. Death penalty all the way. And now, you actually see people. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not just the murderer's families who feel something. It's the victims' families sure. then feel some kind of way yeah. because you've now, you know, does that really solve the it problem? It doesn't fix it, and they have to watch a person get murdered, yeah. yeah. And so 
that documentary always sticks with me because it's so well done. I mean, obviously, it's Werner Herzog, all of his documentaries. Does he, does he narrate it? Yes. Okay. Yes. Nice. Do you know the Rick and Morty Werner Herzog? No. So this is real. This is really him. Oh, my God. I love him. You're going to love it. I can't believe I struggled with it because he's my favorite. But yeah. yeah, this is so amazing. Hold on. Let me pull this up here. This is like one of my favorite Rick and Morty uh, moments. Is he like on Rick and Morty? He's the. He, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, he's a character on Rick and Morty. I love it. But you're going to love it, right? Here you go. This is my favorite. Small, it's funny to say they are big. I've been at parties where humans have held bottles, pencils, thermoses in front of themselves and called out, Hey, look at me. I miss the so-and-so dick. I've got such and such for a penis. I never saw it fail to get a laugh. All right, that's enough. You haven't talked about my species. Oh, my God. That's so good. And it's so funny because I go, that's Werner Herzog. And people are like, I don't know who that is. And I'm like, oh, my God. Did you watch Grizzly Man? No. Which is a it's a documentary that he made. I've never watched any of his. I just know who he is. Oh, you need to watch. You need it. Because here's the deal. He talks like that. Uh Uh-huh. And his films are so <laughs> beautiful. Me. Like, yeah, you know, he's talking so and so dick. <laughs> yeah, and he talks like that <laughs> yeah. about death penalty. Um, I know, and I know, I know about it. I'm just so like, grizzly man. I'm gonna read the description yeah. for these people because that is what made me yeah. like really love him so much. It was 2005. <laughs> And I was like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. And then I saw this and I was like, I want to make documentaries. And then I found out how much money it takes. Well, not so much anymore because you can yeah. make them with your phone now. But back yeah. then you definitely couldn't. No, you can make Because we had flip phones back then. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Grizzly Man. Pieced together from Timothy Treadwell's actual video footage, Werner Herzog's remarkable documentary examines the calling that drove Treadwell to live among a tribe of wild grizzly bears on an Alaskan reserve. I have heard about this. A oh, devoted okay. conservationist with a passion for adventure, Timothy believed he had bridged the gap between human and beast. When one of the bears he loved and protected tragically turns on him, kills him. the footage he shot serves mm-hmm. as a window into our understanding of nature and its grim realities. Now, this is not just a doc. So this is what, what he does, is he finds a topic that's mm-hmm. going to... You know, um, it's going to be like a, a spectrum thing. Like yeah. either you're on this side or you're on this side and you either think this guy's a Momo or you think that <laughs> like you understand where he's coming from. And somehow by the end of his documentary, you're kind of like, well, what the fuck? Well, and I feel like with the Grizzly Man, it kind of goes along with the Tiger King thing. Yeah. Because you're like, you know, well, these animals love me. No, they don't. No, they you don't. feed them. They you don't give them water it. and then you treat them terribly. Well, and Grizzly Man is a little different because he wasn't keeping them in captivity. No. Um, and and they really were being sweet to him, but right. there comes a point where food's food. He, food, you he know. should have been feeding them. They're still wild yeah, animals. He should have been feeding them. Um, 
I also really enjoy this is going to sound terrible, but I really enjoy the show on Discovery Channel that maybe can be like a, 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 a I don't know, a side dish to mm-hmm. Tiger King. There is a docu like a docu series on I believe Animal Planet or TLC or something like that. Yeah, where these people have wild cats, and it always goes bad, mm. and it's always the same. Yeah. They look really weird, and then you're like, ah, uh, a panther totally ripped their scalp off. Oh god! And so you watch it, and they tell the story about it, and that my favorite lady, she had this like spotted black panther that i guess it was like a jaguar and a panther had like made it or something yeah and she loved this cat which i understand it's a beautiful creature but here's the deal i have tiny panthers living in my house and i would not want a full-size one well they're nuts they don't give a fuck about you they pretend they do i feel like at the point did you see that whole thing about him decline his big cats? Oh, oh I know. yeah. And, and it ruins them. But so this Which lady, one was the one who did that? The one that's like on the run from the police right now, right? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, they yeah. caught him. They caught they him, caught by him? The way. Because that ruins, they do it to bears, too. Yeah, like they, if you they were saying like, go, cut off the finger, or like cut your finger off yeah. with a yeah. knife. Right there. Yeah. It's like, see they this where your nails themselves. at? They just cut that part yeah. off. Yeah. They can't support themselves without their claws. So if you ever go to a roadside attraction and you can pet a fucking bear turn around don't do it but so um this lady her whatever jaguar panther (laughs) was was attacking her and her husband called the cops or called 911 or whatever the cat had her head in its mouth yeah and she they shot him because and then she's like i didn't want him to shoot him she was like that's a rare panther and blah blah i'm like lady you're first of all, you killed him because he you. never should have been. First of all, he probably shouldn't have existed. Right. I'm sure that that breeding wasn't great. No. But secondly, you shouldn't have had him in a cage. And also you were feeding him one steak a day. Oh, geez. For three years or whatever. That's not enough. And she was like, he'll purr when I come around and blah, blah, blah. So she got in there to cuddle with him. And he bit and her he head. fucking almost ate her. And I'm like, you know what? Those cops should have let him eat her and then sent him to a zoo. Yep. Because it's not his fault. No, it's not his fault. That's his nature. I, I like animals even, better than A people. zoo wouldn't even take him, right? Yeah, he's some sort of abomination. He's right. not supposed to <laughs> right. exist. They'd be all, I'm sorry, we only take natural breeds? We're going to euthanize this. Right. isn't the island of Dr. Moreau. Right. right. So I just feel so bad for the animals because, yeah. the, you know, and then you hear that it's from like Tiger King. You hear that these people get the baby. Oh, yeah. They breed the babies. And then when they get too big, they just kill them. And yeah. I'm like, do you know that we we don't have that many tigers right. in the wild? And you're just throwing well, them away like they're well, trash. I mean, and I got this quote, this fact from them. There's more tigers in, in captivity than in the wild. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is, is like if they're in the wild, they get hunted. Yes. And so that's where like this is a good documentary because you're like, fuck. You're like, if they're in the wild, they're going to get hunted till they're extinct. Yeah. But then this is their life in captivity and with I these think fucking crackhead weirdos. Well, and I think also it shows like yeah. how much destruction humans do because right. we shouldn't be hunting them. No. We shouldn't be keeping them as pets. Agreed. I, I think we need, and it's the same thing with elephants. I you agree. know, there's not very many elephants left because humans are no, assholes. No, no, no. Yeah, right. 
I love animals more than I love human beings. Sure. I, I will say that all the time, every day. I created my own human being and <laughs> I, I like him so far, but like animals rely on us to take care of mm -hmm. them, especially when we've ruined them. Well, and when when you look at Carol Baskin, who pretends like she cares so much about these fucking cats, look at her own facility. Yeah, what are you doing terrible, with yeah. all that money that you're making? Because it's not making enclosures that are safe for these animals. Well, first of all, they're enclosures. Yeah, there's a rescue. I forget where it's at, mm -hmm. but they have like free roam. Colorado, Colorado. Yes. And that one was amazing. That's so, amazing. Yeah. But why the can't only you reason have that, yeah. the only reason that exists is because of Carol Baskin and her band of fucking idiots, yeah. all those momos who are like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep a tiger and charge money for you to pet it. Uh, we what got the somebody. Fuck? We got, he's like, I've stum stum stumbled onto something else. Hello, everybody. Yeah. Hello, Kyle. Kyle Vindasivi. Um, so we're talking about Tiger King season two. Have you seen it, Kyle? Yeah. So I, I will say this, like, and I don't know if it's legit. I don't know if it's because he's in prison. I don't know if it's because uh he, you know, he just wants to like look good. But like Joe Exotic was like, uh, I'm in a cage and now I know how my animals felt. I don't think I don't think it's for attention. I think yeah. he really like yeah. had to think about I think we saw that a little bit last season when he first went to jail and he felt bad for the monkeys he had. Yeah. And he yeah. was like, I get it now. But um Carol Baskin offered him a thing, like, hey, and I think PETA was involved too, where mm -hmm. they're like, Will you help us to catch all these people? And he said, Absolutely. Yeah. Do I think he's a little self-serving? Yes. Sure. But I also think I wouldn't want to be in prison. I also think that he genuinely realizes now how bad it really was. Sure. And I think he genuinely realizes now that he was being selfish. Yeah. And he was being terrible. Right. And I think, you know. I think that he really I think that he really has kind of turned a new leaf. Do I think he's going to be a perfect person when he no, comes out? No, of course not. No. Do I think he's still going to exploit something to make yes. money? Yes. Absolutely. But Well, if anybody should make money off that show, I mean. Right, it should be him. Right. But I think I think he really does kind of realize the gravity of the situation. Uh, absolutely, yeah. And I think he also got a a big slice of humble pie. I think you he know his on a trash, he, he has to sit on a trash. Oh, the husband but thing was that, was anyone else just as surprised to yeah. like realize that he had like an entire new like an entire life before he became Joe Exotic? Oh, we didn't even oh, talk about I that. I forgot about that because we're so distracted by everything that else. Was it, that was interesting too. Like that, like how he, he was I, abused. And yeah, well, of course, yeah, he I used mean, to was, dress like a regular person. Right. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. I, he I didn't I, have I, a mullet. Oh, see, I don't, the only thing I, I think took, he always had a mullet. Oh yeah. The only thing I took from all that was is he was a cop and he got to drive around in a trans oh, yeah. am I as a cop. I forgot that he was a cop. <laughs> the youngest sheriff in that state's hip. No, 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 no. Right? Chief of police. Chief of police. Yeah. I think yeah. I blocked it out of my mind because yeah. here's the deal. I don't talk about my ex-husband near enough. And they the had show. his they had his partner on there. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't talk about my ex-husband near enough, but mm -hmm. my ex-husband had a trans am. Yeah. Um, T top, T top, yes, smoking the band smoking the band yes. edition. Oh nice. yeah. He was obsessed with smoking the bandit. Oh boy. Uh he I have a joke that is a joke, but also uh, that I tell on stage, but also um, a very true story. He used to like to uh -huh. um, stand out of the T-tops while drinking a beer and drive with his foot. Um, nice. And towards the end of our marriage, I Sorry, really... Sorry, I didn't mean to... No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> towards the end of our marriage, I kind of hope that he did that off a cliff. Um, <laughs> but... 
I just remember we saying that. We don't condone that. murder here. No, no, it's not murder if no. he does it himself. It's true. Um, and he's still alive, so uh, it'd be a lot easier if he wasn't. Um, but so the whole time I was watching that, I'm like, oh my god, my ex husband was gay. Um, so how about all that? Like, no, it, it was kind of messed up. What was kind of messed up? I'm glad you brought that up, Smiley. I forgot about that. What was really messed up was they were talking to us like his partner. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, because people knew Joe was gay. They would we wouldn't get back up like people right. wouldn't show and that's up. Fucked up and that's fucked up that's totally fucked and, up and i also but, feel for his that, like ex-wife but, but that's Were they Texas. married? how crazy was that i like, feel uh, for his stepchildren like I mean, he was with her and then he started dating the guy and they were like, we all kind of accepted him. And everybody called him like Uncle Blah, Blah, Blah. And like, yeah. they kind of liked him more than they liked Joe. Right. You know, like, I mean, I caught I mean, I that. Think that's his, like, yeah. I think his ex-wife deserves like a, yeah. a, a trophy or yeah. a medal, maybe a cookie. Um, well, I like that she's all, I thought it was like real nice that he didn't want to have sex until we got married. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, you know. I don't think I would think that's real nice because here's the deal. Have you ever had bad sex? Yeah. Would you like to have bad sex while you're like contractually obligated yeah. to a person? I wouldn't. I would Whoops. not. Uh, because here's the deal. I guess you could fix sex, though. It yeah. just takes a lot of work, and I'd prefer you for just, it to you not just watch uh, lots of porn films to fix it, right? Uh, no, no, absolutely not. You have to untrain people. Isn't that what porn. we just talked about last week? Is oh, how you whoops. can't watch porn to train yourself how to have sex? No, I know, I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's called jokes, it's and, joke. jokes and jokes and uh, jokes. Sorry, yeah. I don't really believe that, people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Let's yeah, do the power driver next. That. I forgot about that. <laughs> Let's do the power. Have you guys ever? Uh, this is gonna uh, be this is gonna be another like thing like last week. But so when she was talking about how nice it was that he didn't want to have sex with her, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that like as a woman, that would be refreshing, <laughs> right? Like there's ish. a lot of time ish. I mean, it depends what age you're asking me, but I think. There's something to that where, like, we're treated like a piece of meat most of the time. So, um, uh, yes, you, absolutely. We, yeah, you missed all that. We we totally think she killed 100%. the fuck out of him. Oh, 100%. Sure. 100% killed him. Or, 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 or paid someone to kill him. Right. Yeah, most likely paid someone. What yeah. are your thoughts there, Kyle? Um, but I think, like, it does kind of trick you if a guy yeah. is like, oh, I don't want to have sex with you on the first date. Let's, you know, I mean, that, I wouldn't wait until thing. marriage. That's one thing. But is always, that really as chivalrous as we think it is? Yeah. I always wait a month. I don't, at least. You wait a month. I don't wait a month, but I'm not going to have sex on the first date. No. Okay. I mean, I have. But is it but really like, it. like a. It doesn't uh, work out. It doesn't work out. Is it really like, how do I put this? I don't do anal on the first date. <laughs> of course <laughs> I'm not. I'm just kidding. I, I, I don't. Do. I don't have. I don't have sex on the first date. That's how. That's how I got pregnant. Um, oh, whoa! Just kidding. Um, huh. But I guess what I'm trying huh. to get at is like, if you do have sex on the first date with somebody, does that then discount them as no. like a serious person? No, 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 no. I wouldn't know. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I okay. I have had sex with people on the first date. And I've dated them for a while. And then I've had sex with people on the first date. And then, you know, it didn't work out. Right. So Hamster and I were friends for a long time. And then the first night we really, like, hung out. We totally did it a whole lot. Okay. But that's, like, that's not, that's different. I though. guess that's different. It wasn't, like, a first date. Anyway, I just was. Did you do the pile driver? 
And if so, which way was it? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh, <laughs> look up, look up, sex, the uh, porn sex pile driver. It's where the woman is like on her shoulders, with oh. with, with like her her legs up in the air, and That's the guys a Tuesday. The guys like pounding down on her. <laughs> I'm all bouncing them. All the guys pounding down on her. That's a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> but conceivably, you could do it the other way around. I guess so. Oh. Yes. Where the guy's laying on the ground and his penis is... on his on his shoulders. I yes. guess. I yes, guess you could. if you're a sadomasochist, I guess. I don't know. I mean, just some core strength. <laughs> I think it's all. I think it's all terrible, actually. It's all not. Great. <laughs> when I when I see that in a porn, I'm like, why would that be a thing that you decided to do? I don't know because it looks good for the camera. I don't That's think it thing. does. See, actually, it looks incredibly awkward. It know? looks incredibly painful. Because, yeah, like, for the man, for the man, for the man, you have to like. Bend your penis down. Okay, here's the other question. Okay, all right, we're that bringing hurts. this up. We're bringing this up. Okay, okay. here's. Oh no, we've gone you. too far. No, no, no. Oh, no. Shit, you guys have validated me, we're and it, in the A. it's not about sex. This is about my baby, and stick with me here. So, <laughs> baby boys okay. sometimes pee out of their diaper because their penis—it's it a penis up. thing. It points, it points up. So everybody was like, "Point his penis down," and I was like, "I don't think so." And they said, why not? And I said, because that seems painful. Because also, babies, when they're about to pee, they mm -hmm. get boners. Okay. I didn't know that. Yes, yeah. they do. Mm. So, I was like, so you... Mm -hmm. And I have also had sex with a number mm -hmm. of men. Mm -hmm. Lots of men. Yeah. And there are some men 70, who have like... 70 plus? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with I don't know. Is that a bad number? Um, I don't know. I don't so, know. No, no judgment. So... I have had sex with some men who have like weird penises mm -hmm. that point down. Yeah. I have a whole joke about it. I call him Gonzo Dick because it looks like Gonzo from the Muppets. That is weird. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> and I just, I'm like, that can't be comfortable. Yeah. I don't think that would be comfortable to be in a diaper all day and have your dick pointed down just so I don't have the inconvenience. Of getting peed on. Of not even getting peed on it. Just like it goes on his clothes. I mean, that's a whole porn in itself getting peed on. <laughs> it is. But, you know, so as <laughs> males, like, oh. d does that hurt? Yes. Like, it I'll seems I'll uncomfortable. I'll tell you the Okay, so not even. And he can't tell me like I'm, that I'm uncomfortable. Like, I'm you know? not even going to, I'm going to, you know, just cause say the pile driver is a bad one. Never right. done it. But a position that, like, they do in a lot of porn that I don't feel like, I that, that is painful to me is reverse cowgirl. Really? It's painful. Like, cause, it like, scares me because I heard that you can break a penis. Yes. And ever since then, I'm like, nope. Okay. So when you have a hard on, like it can go up, up, right. up is okay. Yeah. Down hurts. It sounds terrible. For me. I don't know. Smiley could say something different. I don't know. Which one's reverse call girl? It's where like, it's like where the man is laying on, laying on his back and a woman is facing away from him and having just like sitting on him and like fucking him. Oh, that's fun. I, I feel like it hurts. I, I feel... don't have to pretend like I'm paying attention. Oh, the okay. other the other thing that sucks. You're if we're gonna do sex again, if we're gonna, no, talk I'm just about a sex big crude. <laughs> I know Are I you? I know I have to I know I have to put out, otherwise yeah. my girlfriend will get angry. I really like a, a prude. Like like what? I'm sorry. This is very mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. Notoriously do you, so. Do yes. you just get uncomfortable with sex, or you don't enjoy sex, or? It's just not really important for me. So you're like asexual. He's a little asexual. Yeah. He's always Which kind is of fair. In. That's a normal. He, he told me that years ago. Um. So basically, yeah. I'm I'm like when when I say like I uh, I'll I'll make I'll make girls wait for a month. That's just like 
to see if they're going to be okay with that. I'm right. like, yeah. this might happen. Cause if I get busy, I'm not really thinking like, Oh, when's the last time I had sex? Right. In right, fact, right, that right. never crosses my mind. Right. Where, whereas the rest of us sickos are like, I, I haven't had sex in three days. What know. the shit? Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. What's the last time you masturbated? I don't know. Last so year or something. I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like that hurts. <laughs> yeah. When I do, when I, you know, I've tried it, it looks fun. And you know, yeah. but like the other thing that, that I don't understand it, but I, I get it. But it's like it's like women, you know, when a woman is on top in porn, they're like they're like going up and down. Yeah, that actually it seems that is correct for a man. But like whenever like a woman's on top of me, they'll do this thing where oh, like it's they, back and forth. They do this back and no, forth, and it, it hurts like better. fuck. Oh, it hurts. Hurts like fuck sometimes. Yeah. Um. Like my penis isn't a joystick. Going like yeah. up and down, like. I mean, I don't that, know. It sometimes does nothing for us. Sure, you have to find sure. like a healthy medium. Yeah. But like, I just feel like. Am I right on that one? Like, they go the do the back and forth. It hurts. Um, it can. Yeah, it can. Yeah, definitely for sure. I don't know. And they're I like, "You like that?" To... And I'm like, "No." The truth <laughs> of the matter is, I find penises fascinating. Fascinating, and like when um, a guy does the helicopter, you're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that would I would be like, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> You need to get that looked at, probably. <laughs> um, Apparently, but... Ric Flair can do it. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Um, <laughs> I I just find I just find penises like fascinating and also yeah. like I don't know. It's like I just if for women we feel like everything feels good to a penis because you guys not, just no, you know correct. make that it is, seem that, that is not correct. But yeah, sure. You guys make it. I got seem into an so argument easy. at a at, uh, at a Christmas party two years ago. Where they're like, well, men don't know how to uh, touch a woman correctly, and I said, well, there's, you know, parts on a penis that a woman, you know, should touch, yeah. and they never do, and they were like, oh, I've never. They got like really offended, like that's bullshit, and I was like, okay, well, and I think that's why is that problem. different? Because like, because like they're both the same organ, right? At, 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 at birth, yeah. I mean, there's going to be a point on a on a on a you know on a vagina that like that's where she wants to be, t- and every woman's not the same. No, no, where like. You know, but every man isn't the same either. And I think we got to right. stop treating men like this is going to be new for me. But I think we got to stop treating men like their sex doesn't matter. Right. And we, you know, oh, we got to go both ways. Yeah. But I think men in a lot of ways, you guys have just spent so many years being like, if I can get it, I'm just going to get what I can right. get. Right. And I'm not going to complain and I'm right. not going to say anything. But like. But we're getting to the point where, like, like the, the stupidest thing is just like talking to someone from like a that's my age, mm-hmm. and 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 I don't hang out with people my age normally. Right. So I was talking to someone my age, and they're like, "Well, I don't want to have sex with that person because I don't want to seem like a whore." And I was like, "I literally, this was something I had like a question, uh, something I had uh, talked about with somebody about a month ago," and I was like, "Who would think you're a whore?" Well, you know, right. people, and I'm like. So who cares? Who gives a shit? I'm like it up. hanging out with younger people. It's like it's like having sex is is like healthy. Yes. And there isn't a stigmatism about like anymore about women having sex. There shouldn't be. Not 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 with younger people. I don't know. Hang out with the comedians and then we'll oh, talk. Okay. Um, but you know, I think I think in a lot of ways it depends how you're raised. I think it's who you're around all right. the time. I think um, I think in a lot of ways, like women just feel like we're not supposed to feel 
like sex is disposable. Right. But ladies, I'm here to tell you, I've had a lot of slutty, slutty sex. Right. I don't regret any of it. I was safe. I always got checked. There's no reason to like. And then I met the love of my life. And you know what? He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. She never never once did the pile driver. That's safe. Uh, Yeah. Smart. 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 If you look at a Google sexual position Uh, pile driver. I know I have. (laughs) (laughs) So that, yeah. Like whenever someone told me that, they're like, well, I don't want to be looked upon as like. And I'm like. Who cares? What be year, looked upon as what, a whore. What fucking year do you think this is? And if you have a bunch of friends around you uh-huh. that are going to call you a whore. Fuck them. Fuck them. Here's the thing. I ended a friendship with somebody because their husband called me a slut <laughs> for having sex and all this stuff and would go and talk shit to a person that I really like enjoyed yeah. or whatever. But we, but I had no commitment to that person. And he was kind of a shit. Um. I had to like end my friendship because I was like, I don't want to, I don't want this negativity in my life. If I want to go have sex, I'm going to go have sex. I'm not committed to anybody. I'm safe. There's no reason to make a woman feel bad. No. Because men go and do it all the time. And that's why we think Carol Baskin killed Don Lewis. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Kyle. (laughs) She thought he was a slut. No. My my friend, uh, she, she created shirts that say my best friends are sluts or all sluts. Yeah. And that people are like, I want that. You know, it's like, you know, it, that that mentality is like old school way of thinking. Of oh, like, yeah. Or uh, like that women song. cannot sleep around, but men can. It's like, uh, right. Or like that song is like, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife or whatever. Uh, is like, that, that a song? Yeah, there's a song that that's the <laughs> what premise. The fuck? And I'm like, you know what? The best housewives used to be hoes. Okay. Well, because first- you don't want to be bored. Here's the problem. Here's the problem that I have with that. I'm song. sexually awakened. You can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Why do you want a housewife in the first place? Yeah. Why? Why? Like men and women should share all chores in the house. Well, I mean, 50, 50, Hey, 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 hey. Oh, I'm a stay at home mom. Uh huh. But here's the deal. I but mean, you don't, but that's your choice. That's and that's uh, I feel like I am contributing to my home mm-hmm. because I'm saving us thousands of dollars sure. not having to send our children somewhere. We talked about that last week to the gulag. So I just want to mention that when we say housewife, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, you can be a homemaker and that's your job. If right. you have children, it is like a full time job. Sure. And we are sharing a responsibility. But why do you want like this housewife? And we all know what he means by housewife. He means like a woman who only worships him. Right. And that's all she does. Nobody wants that. But if you need to raise your children because you can't afford daycare. That's what I have a cat for. Daycare is expensive. Yeah. Or apparently his dog now worships him. Yeah. Your dog now worships him. Get a cat or a dog. Does she leave the room? I don't know where she went. All right. She's probably locked out. She's probably on the couch. That's probably probably true. (laughs) Um, but that's why we think Carol Baskin did it. Yeah, totally. Um, because he tried to turn a hoe into a housewife, and this is what happens. Well, guys. he did find her like at a truck stop or something, right? He did, and she, uh, yeah, you should totally read about her background because holy shit, mm. some of the stuff about her that the documentary hasn't even gone into right. is really? like holy she, shit. I, I'll be honest though, she got some street smarts. Um. She made it this far. Yeah, she has some street smarts, but like she she's not smart enough to make anything on her own. Oh, I will right. say that. Well, no, I mean that's that's what I mean by she's a survivor. Yeah. She she's not a hustler, but she's a survivor. She got in there, she found a she found a, a dude, a rube, and she was and like, now boom. she has a creepy 
oh, that guy who a, worships oh, her. That dude's a creep. Oh, man. Yeah. Hi, all there, my cats and, and kittens. so awkward with everything he does. Everything. Yeah. I'm going to cut off this sign. Okay, not the whole thing. Just part of this C. Yeah. Yeah. All done. Well, we haven't even got into the guy. What's the guy's name? The guy that, that loses all of his animals. Oh, I can't remember his name. I can't either. And he yeah. was in the first season. Yeah. And he was the one that was with, uh, um, wow, what's the guy with the Jeff Lowe? Oh, and they were gonna oh, they were yes. gonna, they were gonna do the zoo on their own. So then he lost all of his, like the judge ordered, <gasps> and he left them all in the back of that truck. Oh, let them die, and then and then the the like I mean he's creepy as well. Yeah. So when when it, I love when they pointed it out where they come and they like they they take all of his animals away. Yeah. And the news people are there, and he's just kind of like like sad. And he's like backs the truck up and he's like Tim Stark. And he's Tim, Tim Stark. Stark. And he backs the truck up and he goes, What's going on over here? <laughs> like, like, yeah. and they're like, it's almost like he was like looking for someone to latch on well, to. Well, and then the the rescue people, like that one lady he kept calling fat. She was oh, like, yeah, He yeah, can yeah. say whatever he wants about me, but I'm gonna fight for the animals. And then she goes on the site and yeah. he was trying to hide animals in his truck again. Yeah. And, and a- no windows, no, no ventilation, no just water, a, no nothing. No nothing. And thought that he was going to get away with it when yeah. he parked the truck like right near his property. Yeah. But it's not like behind you don't, some trees or anything. Just, right. You don't love these animals. No. You're not trying to keep these animals because you love them and don't want to lose them. And he was them. like, they all died because Jeff didn't help me. Yeah. And I'm just <laughs> like, look, here's the deal. I have a bunch of cats. I have a rabbit. I have a dog. And we have been broke. We have been yeah. broke a lot. And you know what? Those animals eat before I do. Right. Period. My Period. kids eat That's totally true. first. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it's the animals and then it's us. Your if kid, I have Your to... kids eat the animals. <laughs> no. Just kidding. My kids love the animals. Um, no, but I mean, I just feel like if you take on those responsibilities, if you really love these animals and you're doing it because you love them. Those animals would come first. They would have air conditioning. They would right, have water. Right. You would have moved them to another situation that was good for them. Not, I'm going to put them in the back of a U-Haul and wait for this to blow over and then charge people to come pet them. Right. That's not a thing. Yeah, like, what, and like, yeah, it's like his AC unit went out and he didn't yeah. stop to fix it. Yeah, yeah. And then blamed somebody else. Yeah, it wasn't like, his like, fault. Why don't you, yeah, why don't you stop and then the car? They, they were saying that even when he slept in the hotel, he didn't even go and check on them. No, they're like, he was dating. He was like looking after his, or he was like getting women or like, you know, whatever. And I just, to me, it's like, I can't even imagine. I don't like leaving my dog overnight with my best friend no. who loves him so much. And I'm like, I always feel so bad. I'm like, does he feel like I left him? I had to feed the. I had to leave my cat to be fed during. Uh, I hate it. I hate that yeah. feeling. And then uh, you know this was House Dylan. Well, <laughs> oh god, he was killing. He Did was, he do a good job? Was who, he okay? Did he destroy your house? No, he didn't destroy the house. That's good. He just, you know, I don't know. I don't have an indoor camera. I should though, but I did know when the person showed up to feed him. So a they, cat they cam? and they did a very good job. Yeah. So I'm very excited for them. Cats are. Uh, but yeah, cats are something else my cat accidentally got uh locked in my room the entire time oh, I was oh no. down. Poop. but he's he was very nice about it he had plenty of food and water and apparently refrained him a pile of food of course food, food mountain. mountain does he do good with that oh yeah my cats would eat it all that's well, food mountain. he would fall over and die if he tried to eat it all that's how mine it's, would it's in a medium-sized dog bowl and Doesn't matter. I, I, I put it about like an inch over the top 
my cats are idiots and one and our biggest idiot cat finn literally ate all the leaves off of my little mini rose bush i had i was only gone for an hour and he was like, I'm going to eat this plant. I, I have two. <laughs> I might okay. starve to death. I have two trees that I am that I got from a friend of mine. Yeah. Plant in my yard. Uh-huh. I brought them home. Within an hour, Dylan <laughs> had pulled one of them out completely. And I walk over and I'm like, why is there no tree coming out of the out of the pot? And it's on the ground. God. So I put, so I, so I dig the pot back out, put the tree back in. Look at three minutes. The fucking tree yeah. is the same oh, yeah. one out of the pot. So now they're in in the bathroom. I don't use in the potting soil. Ready Cats to be planted. Are such he's so such a dickhole. Finn literally. So I work very hard on my plants. That started during COVID. That I like. I started enjoying plants. Mm. And I have. Um, luckily, he leaves my pride and joy, my fiddly fig. He leaves him alone, but. Everything else, he just rips a leaf off, looks me in the eye, and spits the leaf out. So he doesn't even eat those leaves. He's like, ha, he just ruins my plant and spits it out. You know what distracts them pretty good? I found uh, uh, pineapple tops. Oh, really? I don't know. For some reason, cats love to chew on them, and it's something I was literally going to throw in the trash. Okay, cool. I'm going to try that. Enough. I mean, I'm allergic to pineapple, but well, now you have to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes. I'll make Danny eat it. Uh, we're at the end of time here. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank Holly Ann for being here. Hello, thank you for having me, Christopher. Uh, thanks, Smiley, for being here. I want to thank uh, Tiger King for existing to give us yes, all this uh, definitely. But uh, always remember, don't go and uh, and camp out and just drink coffee at a place and no. sit on your laptop because you're a fucking dickhead. And don't keep a tiger in your apartment. Nope. And with that. We, we are, are 10, 10 drink, drink minimum. minimum.